you feel overwhelmed when it comes to managing your finances? Well, Finlect is here to help you overcome these feelings. With short bite-sized content tips and tricks on money management with Finlect, you'll have all the financial knowledge you'll ever need to help you be more mindful of your money. In today's podcast episode, we talk to Veronica, a freelance writer who shares with us her journey into freelancing and writing finance blogs and how she has gone about trying to achieve her financial freedom. Stay tuned for the episode. Hello listeners, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Today we have an exciting guest named Veronica. She's a freelance writer who specializes in creating personal finance content. She's the president of Video Writing Company in Canada. She has extensive experience writing blog posts for different companies in the financial sector, such as Loans Canada and Consolidated Credit. Veronica has a degree in accounting and she's a CPA in Canada as well. If you still aren't convinced of her credentials, she also writes articles for Screen Rant and is pursuing a creative writing certificate from the University of Toronto. Veronica, thank you so much for coming to our podcast. And if there's anything I missed out on, please do let the audience know. Thank you so much. My first question for you is, how did you get started with your finance blogging and advising? What gave you the inspiration to talk on topics like financial health and loan management? So uh, because I worked as an accountant for so long, which is a very you know rigorous and straightforward process, I wanted something more creative to do in my downtime. So I thought a great way to channel that energy was to pass on my financial knowledge and skills through writing. Yeah. And because I studied business and was working as an accountant, it was pretty easy for me to find freelance writing work at the time. Yeah. And I think my first big job was with Loans Canada. um, And I loved working with them because I really felt I was helping a lot of Canadians who struggle with finances simply because they didn't have the proper tools or knowledge. Uh, And that was the first time I also got formal recognition as a writer. So I'll always be grateful for that. My inspiration comes from my own struggles with personal finances or struggles that my friends and family have had. Um, And, you know, money really does impact every aspect of life nowadays. So it can take a toll on you if it's not properly managed. So you're a chartered professional accountant now. So if anyone knows how to handle money, that's you. But before this, you were also Veronica, a freshman at Western University. What were some of the mistakes freshman Veronica made with regards to her personal finances and what words of advice would CPA Veronica have for her? Yeah, so when I was in university, I think my biggest mistake was I didn't pay enough attention to my financial goals and where I wanted to be in a few years or after graduating. I was often just kind of like living in the moment, not thinking about the effects to my own personal finances. So I'd say that my current self would tell my previous self to pay more attention to that um, and kind of make conscious decisions today that will affect my financial future tomorrow. Given the expertise and knowledge you've acquired through your freelance writing and finance, what would you advise someone who wants to join this career path of freelance writing, especially in finance? How would you advise them to go about it? Um how I started was I just looked for jobs on job boards Um, and being a freelancer is great because you can decide your own hours. You usually can negotiate pay um, and you usually have a say in the type of content that you write. So my best advice would be to just do a Google search of freelance writing jobs on Glassdoor or Indeed and uh, once you get your first client and start getting your name out there it gets easier to gather more clients and build a name for yourself so do you believe that coming out of university freelancing is an option someone should pursue or would they rather be suited for more of a corporate lifestyle the traditional way that we're expected to go so for me 
I started freelance writing uh, to have some extra money and really just for fun. It's unfortunately not something I could do full time and be able to live off it. But I think, you know, in 10 years, it could be something once I build up a really big name. So I would suggest that university students looking for work after they finish school use freelance work as a supplement to another job. But I actually wish I had started freelance writing in university. It would have been a great complement to uh, schoolwork and a good balance. And because you can do it all from home, it's not like you have to go to a physical job. So if there are any university students out there who really want to be a writer, I suggest start doing it while you're in school. And what do you feel were the financial challenges for you, especially when you were starting out as a freelancer? When I first started out, I had very low expenses because I had already had a laptop. I already had Microsoft, so I didn't need to invest in anything. It was really easy to make money initially. But then slowly over time, you know, I wanted a website. I wanted to do some advertising and that's where the cost kind of came in. But through financial management, I was never in the red. I was always making money. It just isn't significant enough money for me to live off solely, unfortunately. But again, that's just budgeting in a corporate sense as opposed to in a personal finance sense. So did you have anyone guiding you through these conversations of money, such as an adult, a parent, or a friend who might have known a bit more than you did at the time? So my parents definitely helped me a lot with money. They're both very frugal people, so they they often don't get the culture of Gen Zs and why they feel the need to be buying stuff all the time. And I'm really happy that I had that influence because it was a good counter to what my generation was doing. But even in addition to that, they could tell me so many times when I was younger, like, don't rack up credit debt, like always have savings and whatever. And I still made those mistakes. So again, I am really a firm believer that you kind of have to just do it and make those mistakes and learn from them or to become really good at it. When would you suggest that someone starts paying attention to their finances so that they can start achieving their financial goals sooner rather than later? So I'd say as soon as possible, the sooner that you're managing your own money and making your own financial decisions, the more close you'll become to financial freedom. I find, especially university students, they often ignore their finances because they're like, oh, I have student debt, I'm already broke, like who cares? Or they have their parents helping them. So you're not exactly learning the tools by doing that so the sooner you can do it on your own the better so what practical change do you think that these students could maybe apply to their lives right now to help them move in the direction of financial freedom yeah so managing money today uh, and ways that you can do that is create a financial goal for yourself uh, create a budget to help you achieve that goal or some other financial strategy, maybe investments. And I'd also recommend getting a credit card to start building credit. And people think that if you take out credit, it's like bad. But with a credit card, you could literally buy a coffee with it and pay it off. And Mm -hmm. you're already building a credit history for yourself. So today we've spoken at length about financial freedom. But for you, what is your definition of financial freedom? And how do you think we can best set up to achieve it, especially right now as young adults? 
Yeah. So financial freedom is an interesting term because I think a lot of people think that it means you can do whatever you want with your money whenever. Um, But the reality is no one has that ability, not even, you know, the most famous people that we know of, such as Elon Musk or Kim Kardashian. They're just dealing with a higher dollar value, but they're still budgeting. They're still using financial strategies and all of that. So to me, financial freedom would be the ability to set financial goals that you're passionate about and achieve them through budgeting or other financial techniques. So that could be to buy a home, it could be to afford tuition or maybe go on a vacation. And I really think that can be achieved by anyone. We hope that in today's episode, you were able to take some of the insights Veronica shared with us with regards to how she believes we can handle our financial freedom and some practical advice on how to put some of the theories of money management into practice. Thank you so much for listening and we hope to catch you on the next episode.